Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. I want to play that clip of the guy. Oh, this was boy. in a Tucson, yeah. Arizona Sprouts supermarket. One of the, the least likely places for a big argument. A Sprouts supermarket? You know, it's not Whole Foods, but it does have that sort of hippy-dippy vibe to it. Yeah, and imagine you're there shopping for your uh, your your gluten-free product, and this happens in the aisle next to you. Wow. This guy, he this lost, he lost his yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. He like you know it was a mask argument, and of he course, he yes. had to be he was carried li- literally <clears throat> grabbed around the waist by one of his sons and carried out yeah. off of his feet. We don't have time to play the whole clip because yeah. it's like it's like a minute long. But there's yeah. one point I, where 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 he starts yelling at somebody, and one of his kids walks up to him and goes, "Are you sa- are you happy now? You're acting like a child." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's you know the manager came over and said, "Sir, you're upsetting the papaya." Please. <laughs> no yelling in front of the coconut yeah, milk. Stop yeah. this. Yeah, this is a gluten-free I, and, and aggravation-free zone. Yeah. It's ridiculous. We're, um, trying, we're trying to, you know, this is a very inclusive environment. Yeah. The argument did happen organically, though. Oh, so well, it was, nice. was yeah. it, you know, somewhat in place. There were no Sprouse. GMOs involved in that, I'm guessing. I got... <laughs> The the uh, the mask argument thing is exhausting. Listen, by this point, we've yep. all sort of picked our sides, and let's yep. just all try to be as peaceful We're as we can with it. Six months into this thing, I get it. <laughs> I it not, you're not going to you're not going to change anybody's opinion. Not mine. Not Mark's. Yesterday, ever. we had a uh, this guy calling. It was late in the show. Calls in. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah, what's going on? How come you guys say to wear masks when they don't work? It's like, uh, and that's we just, what, we that's just, what you woke up with. That was your first thought today, and you thought you wanted to call and pick a fight with us on that. We okay. just, we just said to him, you know, we're we're just not going to have that discussion with you. It doesn't doesn't make any sense. Nope. You're not going to change our minds. Nope. We're not going to change your minds. Nope. Plus, the Eddie, the Eddie Money song we're playing is winding down. We have <laughs> yeah, to go exactly. back on the air. Yes, we're yes. not going to solve it. <clears throat> this is not the place for that. This we're is not, yeah, time and place. We're not going to solve it. During "Can't Stop Loving You" by Ario Speedwagon, or nope. "Keep On Loving You," whatever it is. No, you know, no. Here's the and and, and here's <clears throat> the deal. Um, I I think we all agree, and maybe I'm wrong in this. We all agree wearing masks is inconvenient. We're not into it. None of us really want to do it. It creates a third eye on the tip of your nose. <laughs> Nobody wants to deal oh, with that. The tip of the nose zit is is terrible. Also, yeah, yeah. And, you get that. You and, get that from the you know from the mask. You get yeah. mask knee, Plus, which is not good. When, when that guy called in, I'm like, do I really really want to be mask debating? Right, not with, that guy, with yeah. another guy. Well, you're encountering a mask hole who just wants to who wants to mask debate. I didn't want a mask debate. Well, not in public anyway. You do that at home no, amongst no, family and no. friends. Yeah, mask. If you're, gonna, if you're gonna have a mask debate, I mean, no, it's not I a thing. as COVID cases yeah. mount across the country, the mask debate is intensifying. Uh-huh. People are very passionate on both sides of the great mask debate. The partisan mask debate is heating up. Mask <laughs> debates growing. Cover the mask debate. CBS and Walgreens are getting in on the mask debate. Yep. And there's new video of a raging mask debate. The mask debate in. Georgia is getting ugly. The great mass debate in West Virginia. This mass debate is far from over. How many mass debates have you gotten into? Love to hear it. The mass debate. In the middle of a mass debate. So <laughs> we're going to begin with this thing we're calling the great mass debate. Can't get enough of that right there. Yeah. Funny, as, as that was playing, we look up at the screen on TV and we Video see the guy, guy being yeah. carried out of a Sprouts yeah. by his kids. Look, if you're going to mask debate, do it early and get it over with and then enjoy the rest <laughs> of your day. Right. Yeah.
know, when we were talking about the masks, I just got a really interesting email, but I don't want to talk about masks. I, you know, it, yeah, we're, we're know. Trying, to, trying to keep it light and positive I know, here. Yeah. I know. You, you know, yesterday we had some phone calls behind the scenes. They were just, they were downers, man. They were well, downers, look, man. Everybody is, uh, everybody is under some anxiety and a certain level of stress and pressure. And just people are waking up uh, irritated every day. And for whatever reason, it could be financial, could be political, could be social, whatever it is. 2020 is a year. Look, if ever there were a year where it would be a good idea to legalize marijuana <laughs> recreationally. And it's on the ballot. Perfect. Yes, it's going to be on the ballot. All we right, talked perfect. about that yesterday. Yeah, they, yeah, all right. There you go. Who was the, it was, uh, Serendipity on, was what that is. Hang on one second here. What is the... Uh, That's great. It's a ballot, okay. it's a ballot measure to, to... I mean, I think every state surrounding Arizona has recreational marijuana already legalized. You have I to could have, be wrong, but I think so. They turned in their petition... You have to have 255,080. Very round number. Weird. Signatures on your petition. (laughs) Yeah, random. They turned in a petition that had 420,000 on it. You know, 420. 420, man, I get it. That's that's funny, man. Of course, there was a, yeah, I'm sure there was some the names on there that were illegitimate. Yeah, I'm sure Woody Harrelson showed up on that yes, petition. Sure, yes, uh, yeah. Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Willie Seth Nelson. Seth Rogen. Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson sure was on uh, there. Tommy Chong had to be on there. Yeah. You, you know, know that. But the interesting thing about this, this is great. Um, Tommy Chong has the best philosophy as to why recreational marijuana should be legalized. It could probably lead to a more civil and honest America. What is that? It's hard to lie right. when you're high. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a true story. I mean, it's think hard about to this. lie. When you're high, I, and, and I'm not that I'm saying that it's ever happened, but I know some people who are are cops, and every time they pull somebody over that's been drinking, the first have you been drinking tonight? No, officer, I haven't. Yeah, pull over somebody that's been smoking pot. They pull over. Hey, man, you've been smoking pot tonight? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're always like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. Because it's hard to lie right. when you're high. It that is. should be the yeah. slogan for 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 why recreational marijuana should be legal. Right. I'm sure his name was probably somewhere. Buried in that petition, but he doesn't count. He's Canadian after all. Right, yes. We can't count him on that petition. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I, from what I understand, some people are paying attention to this election coming up in November. Are they? I guess it's all because of this recreational marijuana well, initiative. Well, if you've ever wanted to motivate the unmotivated, make pot legal. <laughs> you watch, like, two-thirds of this country doesn't participate <laughs> in the election process, yeah. but I bet you there's more, that, that fraction is significantly smaller with regard to people who don't partake. Yes. I'm just saying. And they'll do the mail-in ballots. They'll be like, where do you get stamps anyway? <laughs> All right, we can mail it in because I'm too high to drive. It's we- hard to lie <laughs> right. when you're high. Definitely. Yeah. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. You want to go a quick neighborhood nickname here? Yeah, yeah real quick. Uh, there's two of them. I've got one. You've got one. I imagine you tell you spoke to somebody. But mine, I have a new neighborhood nickname. Uh, Monday night, I found out that uh, midnight daycare is in effect in my neighborhood. Oh, is that right? The, the dogs needed to go out. So I, I got up and let the dogs out. And down the other end of my block, uh, the pool was in full effect. There were children splashing about in the pool at midnight. Because I could hear an adult overseeing it. But I heard all these kids frolicking at midnight. Midnight daycare is a new neighborhood huh. nickname. You know what that guy down the block is saying? No. He's like, honey, midnight lurker. Yes, creep, creeper, yeah. <laughs> creep, creeper with the German shepherds. <laughs> they, so pro- I, they probably heard the commotion and wanted to go out. That's yeah, maybe so. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think we, yeah, I think we did get some neighborhood nicknames on Saturday when we were out for our Cause for Pause event. 
Susan from Peoria. And your neighborhood nickname is what? The neighborhood Romanian mafia that lives next door. Because they have secret meetings at their house, like weekly. Now, if you know about the meetings, how can they be secret? Because we spy out the window. There's another case. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. The Romanian mafia mafia next door says their neighborhood nickname is the American Spies next door. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Cool. Those neighborhood dynamics, you know? Yep. I love them. If you've got a neighborhood nickname, feel free to share it with us. It's 480-470-KSLX. Yeah. We'll save it. Maybe you'll be our neighborhood nickname next week. So, yeah. 480-470-KSLX. And coming up in a little bit, we got to talk about how the truckers... Turned on that guy yesterday. <laughs> you truckers. Yeah, you loyalty, saw that? honor among thieves, my ass. Oh, that guy who got hooked on the Southern Avenue sign on yeah. 202. Yeah, it was a mistake, and you sir, you, you let him know it, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, was chum in the water, and you fed. It is Shark Week, don't you know? Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Yesterday, you probably saw, if you were watching the news last night or anything, you might have seen it at various times online, the truck that got hooked onto the Southern Avenue exit sign on Loop 202, like Southwestern Valley, kind of basically over, you know, it was not as populated an area, but... It's like that that loop that goes, that, that takes you from um, the East Valley around toward, a, you know, around Central Phoenix and then puts you on the other <laughs> side of the 10. And you might be saying, okay, how does a truck get hooked on an exit sign? And exit signs are up high. Yep. It's a good question. The guy had his truck bed up. Yep. It's like it, it was a big it was dump, a dump truck. truck. A huge dump truck. And, you know, you lift that thing and uh, it, it hit it and you can see it crunched some of the sign itself. You know, it hit the supports that stick out into the street, out into the road. Yep. Over the road. Yep. And then I think he tried to back up, but the little, the thing that comes down from the truck bed that hooks into the truck when you lower it, that got hooked on the sign. And so I don't know how they solved it. And they'd never, I don't think they ever said what happened to it. Well, like, or how it happened. Yeah, well, I mean, it's really not a matter of how it happened. It's a matter of that it happened because the amount of ridicule and and joking that came was fast and furious. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it started like this. Because uh, I, I saw it too, and I'm just like, how how do you even get it into that spot like that? That's what she said. Yes, it's a great, great question. But then it turned like this. The guy's an idiot. I drive a 10-wheel truck. <laughs> I drive a dump truck myself. And there's uh, several things that that you can look for to see if your bed is up. Um, but yeah, that's that's hilarious. You know, there were suggestions that maybe it's just a lack of experience, and it's something only a rookie could do. I, if you're a, a, a real driver, then it's hard to make that mistake. <laughs> if you're a real driver, <laughs> I mean, this is this is the great. You know, I thought there was like a brotherhood, like you know, <laughs> right. in the biker community, there's that whole you know, brotherhood, man. We're all about brothers. We're all brothers of the road, and truckers are all supposed to be, you know, the modern day cowboys of the road who who haul everything from point to point and there there's a camaraderie there except for when one screws up then <laughs> then they feed they yeah. turned on they they ate their young yeah that's what they were doing yeah it was a feeding frenzy you ever you know it is shark week you ever notice like when there's some chum in the water and the sharks start to, to, to frenzy feed <laughs> that was what would happen yesterday that one right. guy will never live that down right oh you're uh you're uh you're roadside trucker aren't you yes yeah. that's right you're the southern avenue guy yeah. ain't you way to go yeah i mean there's all kinds of suggestions Perhaps the driver was all messed up. 
One of those things that looks meth stupid to me. Meth stupid. Are you saying that there's a methamphetamine problem in the trucking community? No. Crazy, no. huh? That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, we had all kinds of chats. This was all behind the scenes yesterday. Yeah, none of this we none of this made it on the air, and we had no intention of putting it on the air until we ran out of stuff to do this morning, and then we went, <laughs> all right. But it was kind of interesting how they turned on the guy. But, yeah, this guy was more philosophical and analytical about it. I drive a dump truck. The only thing that driver made a mistake on is not turning off his PTO and accidentally lifting up his bed as he was rolling. What's the PTO? It's a power takeoff. It's an extra switch that allows the power to go from the transmission to a pump to lift up the bed. Sounds like something the Batmobile would have. (laughs) I bet the Batmobile has three of those. Uh, Three, yes. Three is a proper number. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Little PTO. Power takeoff. Yeah. I knew that. He said PTO. I was like... Personal time off? Paid time off? Yeah. How did that tie into it? What's going on here? Anyway, but it's just kind of interesting yesterday how they, they turned on him. They turned vicious. Kinds of you know, trucker Rick is on the phone right now. You know, oh, everybody's he? commenting about the guy, truck driver yesterday who got his, you know, the truck bed was up and he was on Loop Two Hundred Two and got it hooked on the Southern Avenue exit sign. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it and it was amazing. Again, the whole idea of loyalty amongst <laughs> amongst the brotherhood of truckers is non-existent, yeah. we, and we learned that yesterday in quick fashion. We heard from a guy just just now who said, you know, he was behind him. Uh, he, he's also a trucker. He said the guy came on at, at Broadway and had the bed up already and was getting up to speed when he hit that sign. So crazy stuff. What's up, Rick? Uh, I kind of heard about it through the grapevine because all us dump truck drivers talk to each other. But, uh, yeah, he just wasn't paying attention. He got in a rush. It happens. It's never happened to you, though, has it? No. No, I have not. I bumped a a red light once, but I was too close to it. (laughs) We were were paving, and you know how that goes. Did Did you have something up that shouldn't be up? Yeah, the bed of the truck, yes. We were paving, and, and they, they pushed me right there to it. And I wasn't able to get it down quick enough before I had to get get out of the machine. Right. I got you. Yeah, Rick, if your truck bed is up for four hours or longer, do you call your doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I like how Rick was like, you know, you know how it goes. Well, you probably don't. No. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know. And not being a long, you know, not being a, a guy who drives a rig like that for a living. No, I do not. I've never driven a trailer. I mean, I've tried to back a trailer into a loading dock once and that didn't go well. I just yeah, couldn't, I couldn't make it happen. It's, you know, if you've ever tried to drive, <clears throat> you know, a five by eight trailer. Any sort of thing, and you try to back it up. Imagine trying to do that with a 60-foot trailer. Yeah. It is a skill set. You know, truckers, one of the things that I think people don't understand is they're driving that huge rig, which weighs a ton, you know, multiple tons, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and you jump in front of them with your little car because you, you think there's an opening in front of them. That's how you're going to get up smashed up. Those guys do an amazing job with a huge rig that could potentially threaten a lot of lives. So when they screw up, it's kind of a moment of levity, yeah. I and think. Ha- and having had like an old, one of those junky old pop-up uh, campers yeah. hooked to the back of my vehicle, yeah. backing up, 
is no picnic. Yeah, I, I mean, in my motorcycle trailer, same thing. It's not fun. It's completely counterintuitive. You learn how to deal with it, depending on how long the vehicle is. But, you know, you backing up your little your little car with your little pop-up trailer on the back is significantly oh, different no, it's, than a Freightliner, a long-nose Freightliner oh, with yeah. an entire heavy load. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. And Can't you're talking about it. dump trucks, too. Dump trucks, they're carrying all of those rocks that are going to chip your windshield. You don't think that's an easy job? <laughs> they have the stuff in it that flies off and hits you. Yes, so. that's a big responsibility. Hey, I too am an interstate transit specialist, and uh, I just want to say, I've been driving since about 85, so 35 years, is that right? Yep. Every, every one of us truckers is just very grateful that it wasn't me. Right, exactly. We've all done stupid things over the years. You've driven enough, you're going to do something really stupid. So I have empathy and compassion for that guy. I feel really bad for him. And thank God it wasn't me. But you will laugh about it amongst your friends. Already have. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> nice. all we're saying. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for checking in and drive safely. You know what's got to happen right now, don't you? Yeah, it's time for the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Let's do it. Today, we are going to go to Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Or as the Canadians call it, Calgary. Yeah. Home of former multiple-time WWF champion, Brett the Hitman Hart. Ah, yes. We're going to meet Kevin Zapf. That's right, Kevin Zapf. Z-A-P-F, I'll have you know. He is a student who was working as a provisional pharmacist back in 2019. A provisional pharmacist is kind of like, it's like an intern pharmacist. It's like, uh, you know, when you're a like doctor. Like an apprentice? Like an apprentice, kind of. You're working under the supervision of a senior pharmacist. So like, Ke- do, like doing your residency. He's kind of like that. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah. So Kevin was really busy, too. Did they call him Dr. Zapp? They probably did. All right, just wondering. <laughs> That sounds like the guy who'd be traveling with the rock band, you know? Dr. Zapp will take care of you. Yeah, no, no, it sounds like a a supervillain. Oh, my God, Superman (laughs) is facing Dr. Zapp. Kevin was really busy, too. Not only was he learning how to fill prescriptions, he was busy picking up prescriptions for himself all over town. Uh Uh-huh. Wait, what? Picking them up? Why would a pharmacist be picking up prescriptions all over town? Because who would question a pharmacist with credentials asking for medicine? Yeah, let's think about this a little bit. If if Kevin Zapp, a pharmacist, had a doctor write a prescription, why wouldn't he just fill it himself? And by the way, wouldn't the doctor writing the name Zapp be almost as illegible as the doctor writing anything else? It's because the prescriptions that Kevin was having filled weren't legitimate. They were prescriptions that he was forging with doctors' names. So, in other words, they weren't for Kevin Zapf? They were for Kevin Zapf. And he was all over town. Thank you. He was all over town. He was using four different pharmacies to fill his bogus prescriptions, four different doctors' names, as many as ten times each. Wow. Yeah, that's because Kevin was hooked on amphetamines. Huh. You know, during the day, an amphetamine would give him, like, a, a real zap. To get going. Jesus. And then at night, he'd take Zopaclone. Zopaclone, which is a sleeping pill. You might say that Zap was a zealot for Zopaclone. Police caught on to his scheme, and Kevin Zap 
was zonked with a 30-month suspension of his license, and he'll have to pay not only a $5,000 fine, but he'll have to pay the costs of the investigation. Huh. Interesting. $32,000 is that what's going to cost him. That's uh, that's with three zeros. Zap. Kevin Zap. There's your Mark Neander, Paul. Dumbass of the day. Hi, this is Matthias from the Scorpions. That was a beautiful story you just told. All right, that was sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports. You'll find them at ridenow.com, and you'll see this story on the Mark Neanderthal Facebook page. Seems like a, a, a really slow show today. This has been a long Wednesday already. I'm not sure why. You know, there's a lot of things going on, and yet everybody's in kind of this funk. And, yeah. and be, because a lot of the things that are going on are are, are kind of a downer. Like, I, I'm not a college football fan, but right. if I was, I'd be bummed out because you had two major conferences yesterday. The Big Ten, which has 14 teams. Yes, the Big, and the, the and big the Pac-12. 14. Yeah. yeah. And I called it the Pac-10 yesterday. It's Pac-12 now because they did add two more teams. But, yeah, we're talking about ASU and U of A. They won't play this season. Well, here's a great example of why the Pac-12 is a superior conference conference to the Pac-10, I mean to the Big Ten, they know how to do math. Yes, exactly. So they're more of a focus on education. Yeah, I would think so, or at least arithmetic. Yes. But uh, it's just it's just weird to not have college football. That's going to be a big, I mean, they're, they're, well, we will have it, I guess, because the SEC hasn't made a decision yet. Maybe some conferences will play. I don't know. I'm just, I'm concerned there's going to be enough teams to fill out the bowl game roster. I mean, you know, well, what are we going to do if there's not enough teams for the Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl? I, yeah. How do we get by? Where will ASU not play this year? <laughs> That's right. Where? No. Will the Sun Bowl be able to come off without ASU? <laughs> well, I, think I think they're required to be in it. The uh, good news is the Sun Bowl is held at ASU, and therefore <laughs> they travel well. Yeah. Geez, the Gaylord Hotels Music City Bowl? Yeah. I don't want to miss that this year because there's not enough squads to yeah, play. I would, you know, and remember, the Cheez-It Bowl has been moved. The che- yeah. It has been moved to a new location. How are we ever going to get people to come through the gates if nobody is available to come right. through the gate? If there's no game there, how do you? I mean, have- I'll come just for the Cheez-Its. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. If you fill the stadium with nothing but Cheez-Its, I'll go. I don't even need a football game. Will they allow fans? Uh, see, it's all like I, I just get this whole feeling like it's nice to have baseball on. You know, is it though? Because it doesn't bit. seem like, like it doesn't seem like anybody cares. Well, see, I'm I'm watching that a little bit. I've been watching a little bit of the basketball, right? And with hot like hockey, okay. They had a five-overtime game last it night. It was amazing. Five overtimes. That means a total of eight periods. That's almost three entire hockey games were played last night. And you, this is the first you're hearing of it. That should be a massive sports story. They played almost three full games. It was six hours of hockey last night and ended in overtime. Nobody cares. Yeah, well, the fans that were there loved it. Not one of them left before the game was over. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. I can tell you that for a fact. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. There's this kind of feeling like nothing counts. At least that's I the agree, feeling yeah. I get. I, you know, and of course that's a discussion for a sports radio station. But it's just kind of. I'd have to growl a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I know. It's just yeah. kind of a weird feeling, though, don't you? I mean, the I agree. In in baseball, the Cardinals are missing all these games because the guys have COVID. Like all the teams are going to finish with different numbers of games played, and it's just everything is off. Can you can you call yourself a national champion if you didn't play a full season and if the entire nation didn't play? 
Yeah, or a Stanley Cup champion, or a, yeah, yeah, whatever it's it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's just weird. sort of a weird thing. So, uh, in any event, you know what? Just uh, just listen to the radio station is really what we're asking you. Now it's going to be toasty today, and for the we're shooting up again towards one fifteen. Oh. So, you know that's making the pandemic worse. Pandemic's making the heat worse. Just. Stay as cool as you can. Take a deep breath and everything. Well, we had some cranky people on the phones yesterday. It was weird. I, I drove I drove home yesterday, and I, I threw on some Almond Brothers on the way home. I needed something familiar and comforting and soothing because it's crazy out there right now. I had uh, <clears throat> I did something, and I had to be very careful with it uh, because I lost so much weight over the past couple of years. Um, I went home and I opened up the bag of of um, Kettle Brand. Himalayan salt ridged potato chips, which you can find at your local Costco in in a two pound bag variety. Mm, and I caution my. you, I caution you because these are basically crack in a bag. Um, if you open them up and you have one or two of them, two and a half hours later, you just find yourself on the couch in, with a handful of just dust, just potato chip dust. Oh, potato chips are in. You, you can't stop eating potato chips. These particular potato chips are the the kettle brand. And again, I'm not. This is what, a commercial. Yeah, what's the what's the it's the, called the, kettle. The, the variety. They're kettle Himalayan salt potato chips. Yeah, see, I only uh, I prefer my potato chips to have American salt. Right, great. But that's well, just me. Well, that's and yeah. you're missing shop out. Amer- shop America first. You're missing out because these potato chips are like they're like <clears throat> if you could have McDonald's French fries in potato chip form, that's what they taste like. Oh my god! Yeah, it's insane. I actually yeah. want to jump aboard a plane, risking my life with COVID nineteen, to fly over. To India to, to to rent a Sherpa and and go up twenty seven thousand feet to the top of of Mount Everest in the Himalayas, find the salt mine that they are digging that salt out with, and just yes. thank the thank the miner. Yeah, because I'm I sure thank I'm, them for yeah, it. Yeah, my my compliments to the chef because I'm sure that's where they're getting the, the Himalayan salt from. Yes, yes, well, they, yeah. Well, I'm, sure I'm that's not sure legitimate. That, I'm not sure that you understand the world variety that you can get at a Costco. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The kind of bouquet, boutique, <laughs> absolute. You know, the, the, you. the cuisine that you can't get at a five-star restaurant that you can get in two-pound bags I won't at Costco. Al- I won't allow potato chips in the house because... Really? It, it's you, you can't just have one or two of them. You uh, have to wail away and destroy the whole bag. Well, there's a difference between you and me. I actually, I'm, I'm one of those guys that uh, have learned. This is what happens potato when potato chips are amazing. When you grew up poor, you learn that like a handful of potato chips is sometimes a meal. So you just you learn to just eat a couple of them and go, all right, I'm going to put the rest of these down. Otherwise, this is going to be ugly. No, uh, but potato- they are they are awesome. Yeah, and 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 I. You know what? I'm not all that choosy about the variety either. I mean, you know, yeah, love Ruffles, love Wise, love Pringles. Well, here's the I'm thing sh- with Pringles. I'm sure I would enjoy the uh, Himalayan salt, whatever's they were. Yeah, well, I'm worldly when it comes to my snack food. Uh, I will point something out about uh, Pringles, and I, I hate to be the guy, the bearer of bad news. Not potato chips. Potato crisps. Okay, either yeah. way. They're so, just coagulated, yeah. coagulated potato dust that has been deep fried and put into the form of a duck bill. And I say that because you are legally required. I'm sorry to ha- have to tell you this, but you're legally required when you pop one can of Pringles to uh-huh. take two chips, put them in the, 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 the make it look like Daffy Duck bill and put it in your mouth. <laughs> you have to do that. Of so course, the, so now, the salty goodness is on your yeah. lips. Now yes. you also have to, if you have Pringles, Pringles are especially good for this because yep. of the way they're shaped. Yep. You put them inside your mouth, kind of like a retainer. You put it inside the lip, <laughs> but in front of the front teeth. Yep. With your mouth open, so you've got just the potato chip, chip showing, and you can break the chip in one of two ways. Okay, which way? Is you, which way? Sticking the tongue through out, or poking the finger through in. 
Yes. Now you got to remember, it's got to be that the chip has to be put a certain way in your mouth mm-hmm. so that yeah. the the groove is facing in, <laughs> and that it almost create. It looks like a mouth yes. protector, like you're getting ready to fight Tyson. Yes. What you going to do with that? But if he punches you in the face, you might break your teeth, but it'll taste it'll great. It'll taste fantastic, yeah, fantastic. As, you, as you are you're hearing the number 10 counted by the referee. Also, if you're eating any Ridge chip, it doesn't have to be the <laughs> Kettle brand uh, a Himalayan salt. It can be Ruffles as well. You're also legally required to eat at least one of them horizontally, eating it Ridge by Ridge. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering, absolutely true. Okay. Those are those are those are a little known um, amendments to the Constitution. You may not have read those. A little spontaneous the, potato chip yeah, forum. There. Yeah, the, the chip like am- the chip amendment. You may not have been aware of that. That it, it took place during the Clinton administration. Hey. Should we even mention this? Because I don't know. Like we mentioned yesterday, that Kamala, the Ugandan giant, yes, passed but, away. The and wrestler, I, ironically, nominated for vice president of the United States later on that afternoon. Stu- it's name recognition. That's yeah, why they probably go with it that. is. Yeah. Well, we got to go with branding. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think more people would probably know who Uganda, the Uganda, the uh, Kamala, the Ugandan giant, is than than this person. Uh, here's the thing. I don't know this person. I only know this person because they were referenced on game shows and stuff that I used to watch when my grandmother, when I would hang out Let with me, my grandmother. Well, we have, uh, I think, I, but, I, but I mean, I know who you're talking about. This is Bob. Bob, do you know who Trini Lopez is? <laughs> he just passed away. Trini Lopez, you know him? Oh yeah. You do? He's, oh yeah. What did he sing? He's a, if I had a hammer. And do you know the first two lines of that song? Oh, yeah. I'd hammer in the morning. I'd hammer in the evening all over this land. There you go. <laughs> nice job, Perfect. Bob. Yeah, this is, I mean, you know, you know the song, right? I think everybody knows this song, don't they? Uh, I, I don't. Yes. I think everybody's heard this yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. Sing along if you know the words. Everybody been, knows the I've words, been, don't they? These words. That part they know, the morning, yeah. yeah. I hammer in the morning. Yep. Now, here's the thing. Most people, I, I think, know that song, If I Had a Hammer. They had no idea that Trini Lopez was the guy that sang it. Can you play it? Do you know how to play that song? Because here's the thing. We, we all know we all know that the If I Had a Hammer part, but that's where we leave it. At that point, we leave it, and then we just start making stuff up. Like, I, 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 you, can you do it? It's like, if I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning. That would annoy my neighbor. See, perfect. But he wouldn't say anything because I'm holding a hammer. <laughs> He'd write to the HOA. <laughs> they send me a letter. Yeah, yeah probably something. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll give me one. All right, okay. ready? If I had a hammer, I'd probably whack my finger. <laughs> I'd follow it with swearing and then bandage my thumb. Right, give me another one. I get trapped from the game. I don't have the second verse. And then I'd get hammered by drinking lots of whiskey to numb my broken finger. <laughs> Should have called a handyman. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, you don't yeah. even need to know the rest of the. I think that's a rite of passage. Everybody knows if I had a hammer. <laughs> if I had a hammer, I wouldn't have to go to Home Depot. And that's okay with me, because I got a lot of other errands. Okay, okay. I got a lot of things to do, yeah. Okay. Trini Lopez passed away, by the way. There you go. There's our tribute. He was, uh, he was old. 80, he was old. Yes, he, he, he was also, Now, he also sang Lemon Tree, Very Pretty. And the, lem- 
Uh, and the lemon tastes... No, but the fruit of the lemon is impossible to eat. It's something like that. That sounds ridiculous. It was a nice little song. Was it as good as if I had a hammer? No. Of course not. And not as long-lasting. No way. If I had a hammer, it's legendary. It certainly is. So, Trini Lopez, rest in peace, you old guy <laughs> that we didn't even know. If I it was MC Hammer, <laughs> I'd wear lots of big puffy <laughs> pants. I'd be all out of my money. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 